Good morning, everybody. Finishing up our week here, headed towards, uh, headed for the weekend. Reminds me of the old uh, song from my teenage days, everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, and so uh, the weekend is in sight. And so I uh, hope you've had a good week so far. And I uh, hope the rest of it goes well as, uh, as you move along. So I uh, appreciate you. Let me just say again, uh, and I cannot express enough uh, how much I appreciate uh, you being here um, each morning. Uh, I know some of you are, are faithful um, every Sunday morning or every morning um, to, uh, to, um, to, to listen in or at least sometime during the day. Uh, and I appreciate that more uh, than, uh, than I can possibly express. And uh, I keep asking you to like and to share. If I could, I would uh, like you back uh, because it uh, really, um, uh, really does bless me to know that people, uh, not, not that you're listening to me, um, but uh, that uh, people, uh, it's really good to know that in, in this day and age, uh, people still have a hunger for the Word of God, still uh, are willing to take time out of their day uh, to spend uh, spend time listening and uh, thinking uh, about the, the Word of God, uh, and that gives me a, a great hope uh, for our future, uh, that um, everything is not uh, completely uh, bleak and terrible, uh, that there are still people who have a, a heart uh, for the word of the Lord, and I, I appreciate, and I appreciate you allowing me uh, to have, uh, and how valuable time is uh, to have a few moments uh, of your time, and uh, each day to, uh, to 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 study with us together. So I, I do want you to know how much I appreciate that, and I do not take that uh, for granted. All right, uh, grab your Bibles or your phone, and uh, look with me in the thirty-second Psalm. 32nd Psalm. David is, uh, as we talked about yesterday, as we started into this Psalm, uh, David is uh, writing about the beauty, uh, the, the, the joy of those who know uh, that they have been forgiven. Uh, and I think uh, particularly in David's case, I've noticed, uh, and perhaps you've, uh, you've seen this, I've seen people uh, in church service who uh, who would come down uh, at the invitation and they would get saved and uh, they would just be crying great big crocodile tears and just boo-hooing, barely able to talk, um, you know, plum, plum snotty nosed. They just can't contain themselves. Uh, and then others who um, don't hardly show any emotion. And, you know, I've heard people question those who show no emotion uh, as to whether they were uh, whether they were truly saved or not uh, and I learned a long time ago and uh, somewhat may disagree me I don't have any scientific evidence to back up what I'm about to say it's just been my observation that uh, I think sometimes uh, you have people many times th those who show no emotion uh, I think sometimes are people who are uh, who are pretty good people to begin with, uh, maybe even uh, grew up in church, uh, lived in church, and were and and they get saved. Uh, and those who are boo hooing and and crying, 
uh, are those who, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're the ones when they come down, uh, come to the altar, come down front, uh, everybody in the church kind of gasped, they're kind of shocked. Uh, this person has lived you know, just a really, really rough life. Um, and they recognize, I, I think, how great uh, a hole they were in, how great their sin was. And to them, salvation is so uh, overwhelming because they recognize um, maybe more than others uh, how, how great their sin was. And David here, uh, as he writes about the joy uh, of forgiveness, I think David, part of what makes him so uh, joyful and so thrilled over his forgiveness uh, is here's a man who has uh, been guilty uh, of at least two uh, of what probably most of us, if, uh, if we were ranking sin, and I don't think really you should do that, sin is sin, uh, but if we were, I, I think probably uh, most of us would put adultery and murder uh, pretty high at the top of the list. And so here's a man who knows uh, how how sinful he has been. Uh, he knows, uh, I think, how close he was uh, when Nathan came and confronted him. He knows how close he was to judgment, and so he is overwhelmed uh, with uh, forgiveness. Uh, also, I think it has something to do with how long uh, he carried that sin, that, that guilt with him. For somewhere roughly a year, uh, David had, uh, had basically hidden this sin. He hadn't dealt with this sin. And he says here, beginning in verse 3, when I kept silence. Uh, and so I, I think that's what David's talking about, that uh, time period when he was dodging God, when he was uh, trying to avoid uh, avoid God. You know, as, as children, we've you know probably all done that with our parents, tried our best just to avoid them sometimes. Um, you know, maybe even as you get older and you're married, you know, your spouse is mad, uh, and so you just do your best, you know, to, to avoid them for a while and give them a chance to cool off. Uh, and so David says, when I kept silence, when I was dodging God, uh, he says, my bones waxed old. He, he endured uh, the, the, the pain, the suffering uh, of hiding uh, of his sin. And the Bible is, um, is very plain uh, that God will not allow his children, he will not allow his people uh, to continue um, in sin uh, and to have unconfessed, undealt with uh, sin uh, in, in our life. And, and God knows, God knows uh, the, the danger uh, that uh, unconfessed, uh, undealt with sin uh, holds for a child of God. And so therefore, the, the persecution, the challenging, uh, the chastening of God, while it may be, uh, David's here's my bones waxed old, while it may be painful, uh, God knows that that is better than the consequences of sin. Uh, just as uh, with, a, with a good parent, earthly parent, uh, sometimes we, uh, we bring discipline on our children uh, that may be uncomfortable for them, may be uh, painful for them, uh, but we know uh, that, the, that that uncomfortable discipline um, is better for them than to allow their uh, actions to go unchecked. 
and so David uh, is, is learning that and, uh, and trying to share that with us here about the danger, the risk uh, of unconfessed sin. And so he says to us uh, in, in this verse that unconfessed sin, um, continuing uh, in, in that kind of life, when we continue uh, in, in sin, uh, that it, it, it gets painful. I, I used to, uh, uh, many years ago, the, the first uh, bread route I ever ran, there was uh, uh, one of my competitors. Uh, I remember him saying that his mama uh, told him all the time, boy, if you can't listen, you got to feel. Uh, and so that's kind of what David learned. He didn't listen. Uh, and so now he's having to feel. Uh, he is having uh, some kind uh, of physical uh, consequence. When he says, my bones uh, wax old, he, he's talking about, basically when he says, my bones, plural, uh, that his entire body uh, paid the price uh, for his unconfessed, undealt with uh, sin. Don't know, don't know what was going on. Don't know uh, what kind of um, uh, a pain it was, uh, but it was obviously a total uh, body pain uh, roaring uh, all the day long. Uh, and so it was, um, you know, it, it was, you know, it was a deep uh, pain uh, that continued uh, all day long. Uh, and so, uh, you know, th th there's a various views of that. Some some uh, scholars read this and think that David was literally uh, dealing with some physical uh, illness, some physical retribution, which is uh, possible. Uh, others think that it was just the, the result of the stress uh, of carrying uh, this sin uh, in, in his life, and, and still others think it was both, uh, that that was how, uh, how difficult and, and how painful it is uh, to carry uh, this sin uh, in, uh, in, in his life. It was a consequence that he, uh, again, was dealing with um, throughout his life. The, the conviction of God was working uh, on David, uh, at the very least, emotionally, uh, and, uh, and and quite likely, I, I think, when he says my bones waxed old, I, I I don't think we can avoid the the real possibility that it was not just uh, the emotion uh, of dealing with that unconfessed sin, but it was uh, physical, and, and I think all of us, uh, if you've ever been through a really uh, grievous uh, time period, a, a, a time period of uh, great emotional stress. You know that that emotional stress uh, can make you physically sick, and so it's not out of the way to believe uh, that David was dealing uh, with uh, with both uh, of uh, of these uh, situations uh, in in his life. And then he goes on, he says, uh, it roared all day long, uh, for day and night, your hand was heavy upon me, my moisture uh, is turned into the drought of summer, 
Selah. Uh, and so David here, this uh, emotional, physical, uh, which would have ultimately resulted in uh, mental and, and, and spiritual, because uh, again, it would have been spiritual as his sin has now uh, the Bible says, if I regard it in, this, in the book of Psalms, uh, it says uh, in the 66th Psalm, uh, if I regard iniquity in my heart, he will not hear me. Uh, and, and so David is dealing with all uh, of this stress simply because uh, he refused to deal with his sin. And when he refused to deal with it, God stepped in and he dealt with it. Uh, since David would not uh, do anything uh, about it, uh, God steps in. And he says here that my moisture uh, is turned into the drought. And what he means by that, uh, when he says his moisture, uh, he's talking about his uh, his energy, his uh, his love for life. Um, he, he, he's dried up. Um, and, and, you know, I think most of us can kind of identify uh, with that uh, with that feeling uh, that, uh, again, that he is, um, you know, that he feels uh, dried up. Um, sometimes uh, sickness and depression uh, can uh, cause us just to kind of feel like we're, we're withering away. Uh, and uh, that's what uh, David is uh, is talking about the word here. In fact, uh, the word that is uh, translated there as moisture um, is only uh, in one other place in the book uh, or in the Old Testament that uh, we have this this word used uh, at uh, at all. Uh, and there it uses to talk about um, a a cake uh, that has been baked. Uh, and so David, uh, you know, he, he feels uh, like he's been cooked. <laughs> yeah, I, that, uh, I guess he felt like his goose had been cooked. Uh, and so he is in uh, that kind of uh, situation. He's separated from God. Um, he is, uh, he, he's, um, you know, because of his sin, uh, his unconfessed sin, he's separated from God. He's depressed. He's uh, feeling down and out. He's feeling withered away. Um, you know, I, I wonder about this statement, my moisture is turned to the drought, um, you know, that he's depressed and discouraged. He may not be eating and drinking correctly, uh, you know, and, and so he's become dehydrated. Uh, if you've ever been dehydrated, only been clinically diagnosed as dehydrated once in my life, uh, and I wouldn't wish that on uh, uh, an enemy. Uh, and so, uh, you know, D David is in a position um, where, you know, he can't sleep at night, uh, where he has no, uh, no peace. And every day that goes by uh, that he doesn't deal with uh, and, and confess this sin, every day that goes by, um, he gets uh, a little worse. Uh, it just keeps getting, you know, worse a little bit more uh, each day. Uh, of uh, of his life, and so David here, uh, as he comes to the end of that, uh, he, he gives us uh, this word selah, uh, which again we've talked about before, uh, is the idea kind of a musical rest, um, and I like how one commentator. Uh, what he says of it, he's, I believe, it may be John Phillips that says, uh, he, he's simply saying, you know, there, what do you think of that? Uh, and so David is uh, just ex exposing to us and expressing to us uh, the misery uh, of unconfessed sin. 
And so uh, I would use these verses this morning and, and challenge us uh, to be honest with ourselves uh, and, and to recognize the danger uh, of having unconfessed, unrepentant sin uh, in our life. Uh, and if God, uh, if David, a man who the Bible describes as being after God's own heart, goes through uh, something like this, I don't think any of the rest of us uh, can expect uh, anything uh, any differently uh, in our life. And, and so as we uh, wrap up here uh, with this natural break in this passage, uh, I, I want to challenge you this morning to, uh, to be honest with yourself, uh, to be honest with God this morning. Uh, is there anything in your life uh, that shouldn't be? Uh, that you need to talk to God about. Maybe maybe that's what's causing the problems you've been trying to figure out why this is happening, why that's happening. Uh, in, in your life is because it's God, uh, it's the Holy Spirit of God trying to get your attention uh, and tell you, hey, uh, you can't keep going uh, on this path. Uh, you must deal uh, with that sin. And so um, I hope you'll take some time this morning, today, uh, just to get by yourself and, and, and just really uh, do a little soul searching with God uh, and say, God, is there anything in my life that needs to be uh, dealt with? Because I promise you, if you're a child of God, uh, if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior, you cannot get away uh, with continuing uh, to sin. You just cannot do it. And so I hope that challenges you today uh, to think about uh, where you are and where you're headed uh, and that you'll be honest uh, with God. All right. Uh, I hope to see you back here tomorrow. I hope you have a great day uh, in the Lord. Uh, be blessed.